0: You guys doing okay? Everybody happy? Blessed? How could you not be? How could you not be? Holy of holies, drips and drops upon all your brains. Just receive your drip and receive your drop. Where is that found in the Bible? Revelation 22 verse 1. There's a river of drips and drops. You know, I remember when I was a little bit pharisaical and uh, I really didn't let this thing attach to me, but they came out in the assemblies of God and they were against sprinkle baptism. That was the big debate and argument against the sprinkles. And because we in the AG had the sound doctrine, you know, and this is what they were preaching against, and all the AG pastors and the, you know, Missouri Conference, Senate, and and they said, you know, you can't be baptized if you were sprinkled you need to be baptized all over again. (laughs) And, And, you know, I mean, I'm in full agreement with that. I mean, if I want a full submersion of the water baptism completely dead in the baptism of his death and underwater you know, if I got a finger out of the water, you know, that finger is doing some naughty stuff, put that put that finger back under water, you know? Kill it. Kill it with Christ. And so that's what it reminded me today is the sprinkles and how it's a full turn of from 20 years ago. And because now those drips and drops are like a sprinkling of the white throne of the Holy of Holies. They're like honey and oil and new wine concentrate like white throne judgment seat of Christ drips and drops upon everyone's brains because we grew up as a tree of life in the garden which is an olive tree and we drip the Holy of Holies anointing on all flesh. That's what it really means to pour out your spirit in all flesh. It's not like some, some stuff like putting Welch's grape juice on people and they have no encounter with God. He's the king of glory and his brightness is blinding. And yet half these people have never experienced it, but they're full of ideas about it. And it's like we need a drop and we need a drip to get over our religiosity. It's true. I, I do every day. I go higher every day. There's nothing going to hold me down into yesterday's moldy manna. I don't care of how high we were flying yesterday in a chariot of fire on the mountaintops. If I don't get a fresh mercy drop this morning, I will backslide into the pit of brimstone and sulfur. You have to learn how to stay energized His mercy drops new every morning. On the white throne judgment seat of Christ, because in this life you can fall from any level. (laughs) I mean, I've already seen tens of thousands fall since I started out this journey. Tens of thousands. The majority of the people we play in worship time have already fallen. I mean, they just don't even exist anymore. Like, where are they? It's like they're not even on the internet, you know. Uh, So it's an incredible place where you're tested every day to see what your heart depends on, what your mind will attach to, heaven or hell, you know? The tree of knowledge or the tree of life. What are you interested in? That will be your inheritance. And when you get it, will you be satisfied? You know? Is what you're working at right now going to fulfill you? And don't be ashamed about it. Everyone needs a career change. I mean, I'm sitting in a crack house full of bullet holes in the highest crime rate area of the upper Midwest. I need a major change myself, so I'm preaching to the choir here. We all need major career changes, major upgrades, all kinds of stuff to be shifted and sorted out, moved around, and it's going to happen. The Holy of Holies will move around everything that needs to be shaken. (laughs) And you'd be shocked because there have been giants in your promised land. And the giants are the ideas in your mind that you can't overcome with your own strength. But you need another mercy drop. You need another white throne judgment seat of Christ drip on the brain in order to deal with it because it's so overwhelming. The poverty... In our neighborhood, the crack cocaine epidemic in our neighborhood is so overwhelming. The problems that pour in every day of the sickness and the disease and the plagues, and just it's honestly, it's been never ending. Like continuously in full time ministry worldwide in 195 nations, getting messages because of our broadcast being all over the planet. And the only thing that works is the throne of grace. And the only thing that you could minister to people to transform their situation from hell to heaven is a fresh drop. And a fresh drip. And then get dependent on it. You are created to be dependent on God. And independence from His oil is just false humility. Striving. Strange fire. Your own strength. It's actually witchcraft. Trying to accomplish within your soul what only He can accomplish by grace dripping upon your soul. It's true. But the thing about it is now is we've overcome such a tremendous amount of the world that we have such a tremendous amount of revelation that we really can't be shaken. You know, We're kind of rock solid, built on the solid rock. Like, how high did we build? (laughs) Let's just say a lot higher than the Tower of Babel. What I've built in the last 13 years cannot be shaken. I mean, I'm tested every single day my works have been. See, the false are not tested until the true are done building. And when you're done building, the true kingdom of heaven then tests all the sandcastles of everyone that built on the shifting sand of the soul realm. That's why you have to keep building as a wise master builder, all you apostles in the world, Because when you complete your building or when you reach the mark of the high calling and you stay there on top of it by the seven spirits of God through your hearts and minds, that's when you will flood your enemies with the judgments of grace, with the judgments of light, with the judgments of favor and healings galore. That's when you are promoted to the highest place as a you know, really, as a gemstone of heavenly Jerusalem, a son of God, an official sonship relationship with God, with kingly dignity and royal power. Can, can apostles be promoted to sons? Huh. Oh yeah, you better keep growing. I mean, once you hit the prophet mark or whatever, or you know, the point is you keep growing. And I know we deal with so many prophets, and we deal with so many apostles, and we deal with so many young and some of the most mature prophets and apostles literally in the world, which is so refreshing all the time. But you deal then with a lot of worldly Christians, which are called immature or You know, young Christians that haven't really sanctified their soul, they haven't been transformed by the renewing of their mind, by the washing of the water, of the wine very much, have very little revelation, very little wisdom. And so you take all of these real foolish Christians and you just throw them in the furnace. That's what a good father would do. He'd throw them in the furnace, not of affliction, but of affection. You like that? The Book of Psalms talks about the furnace of affliction. And yes, we've been through the furnace of affliction and we're never going back. That was horrible. You know? It's like the grave clothes, leave that napkin in the tomb. Death was horrible, hell is horrible, never again. You know. Now it's time for the furnace of affection. <laughs> Say furnace of affection. A furnace of affection. Can you say it? Firmice of affection. Yeah. See, that's God the Father's goodness. That's the grace of the Lord Jesus that will transform your soul for perfect promised land, heaven on earth. And it's done by the drops of the white throne. Revelation 22, verse 1. There's a river of blessings proceeding from the throne. There's more than enough. There's more than enough for everyone and that will remove all the envy and strife. Brother against brother, sister against brother, father against son, son against father, mother against daughter, daughter against. The envy and strife has been horrific in Babylon the Great. Because it's like everyone is full of lack, everyone's in debt, everyone's dealing with plagues and pestilences and sicknesses and diseases like all the time, and it's like nonstop hell on earth. I mean, we get testimonies, but I mean, the negative things, honestly, have tremendously outweighed the positive in the last 13 years. People are going through the Great Tribulation, and it's been absolutely insane. It has been crazy. I mean, in Penny's medical expenses alone, I think since she got type 1 diabetes, we've had $200,000 eaten of our finances. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. Yeah, Easily, she says. I mean, that's, that's of the ministry stuff that we're supposed to use to come out of hell and the ghetto and, and to build the ministry and, and to not live in such a low standard of life. And it's like the plagues and the pestilences would just come in from the enemy and just eat up everything. I mean, like, you get a, get a donation or you get a partner, and then it's just gone the next day from a car accident, and you just have no way to increase because it's just gone. And that's happened with, like, the mass majority of people that are warring for heaven on earth because we're warring against Babylon the Great, you know? And there's levels of revelation, and I know people say there's no warfare, they are lying devils. You know, I've, the people that preach that I know, I've seen what's happened to their families. They want to pretend one thing, but secretly there's other stuff going on behind the surface. These people are all dealing with it. Every Christian in the planet is dealing with it. If you have the full armor of God and it's not able to penetrate your heart or your soul peace, it's touching everyone in your friends and family. It's touching, it's touched everyone. Okay? So we can just get over the fact that you know, oh, it, you know, false humility. It was able to touch me. It's, it's touched the whole planet. We're coming out of the curse of the fall. We're coming out of the curse of the fall as a humanity. And the mediator between humanity and the Father is the bride of Christ, the body of Christ, you know, the priestly bride that finally wakes up by the renewing of her mind to who she is in Christ. So that she can bring the Father through her renewed mind into the earth. You know, <laughs> right through her belly, birthing the divine child. Saved by birthing the promises. The breaking of the mighty waters from the belly of the earth. You know, you're an earthen vessel. <laughs> birthing is sonship throne room activity. I mean, you hear people talking about intercession, travailing, but. Until you're laid, laid out and it's a type of soaking and you can feel it bubbling up from your belly and you get up and the whole atmosphere shifts because you just birthed a bunch of new stuff out of the realm of glory and out of the throne of grace and out of Christ in you and it's come through your soul because you could lay your life down on an altar by faith and, and I'll physically lay out all, all the time, at least every day. And I'm not talking about sleeping, I'm talking about birthing. And I'll lay hands on my belly and I'll feel all this stuff of the realm of the kingdom bubble up. And it's supernatural because you're a temple. You're a temple of either just the natural garbage of stardust and sands, which is just animal flesh, or by faith, you're a temple of the Holy Spirit. And faith is the activation, uh, like it says in John 7:38, of the springs and rivers from the belly. Springs and rivers are all the promises, all the drops, all the drips of the white throne's favor and goodness and healing that come out of your belly. And we, I've been birthing since I first got born again. No one taught me. In Teen Challenge, God would tell me to lay down, put, hands, put my hand on my belly, and I would feel all this realm bubbling up out of my belly when I'd be fasting on Wednesdays for two years at Minnesota Teen Challenge. Right after I was born again, I heard the audible voice of God the first day I was saved. And the inner audible voice of God has guided me every day of my walk with heaven to this very moment. And it hasn't been wrong. You know, I mean, we're talking about like 100% accurate accuracy for 20 years. Now, he said crazy stuff that hardly anyone has faith for, but give it 5, 10 years, and it's like, oh, it was just to increase freedom. It was just to get us undone from sexual immorality. It was just to overcome all the pornography and the youth that are addicted to all this crap and all the all the girls that want a husband and are just so lonely all the time. And the prophetic is the wildness of God that will get you out of your brain so that you can get healed in your heart. Because what you need is health in your heart. What you need is a, a drop of the Holy of Holies burning in your heart, a fiery coal of the seraphim to be placed inside your heart, even in your belly. You can't overcome this world alone. You, I mean, there's, there's not enough strength in 25 billion human beings to overcome even an imp. of of a demon. You're not going to even overcome an imp. An imp will defeat you. It's true. You need the anointing. You need to become desperate and attached and completely codependent, not on the natural dimension, but on the glory dimension. You're created by God the Father and Lord Jesus Christ to be codependent on God. Otherwise, you'd be dependent on darkness, you'd be dependent on money, you'd be dependent on relationships, you'd be dependent on some other idol. Have no other gods. That's your God, what you're dependent on. But until you're dependent on Christ in you and your mind is being renewed by the realization of the glory, you're full of idols. And they're sucking you dry. And you're feeling weak all the time, I can't do this, I can't do that, I have no power, I have no strength, and you're sapped. That's because of idols, because your mind is attached to things in the natural realm that you've given your heart to. So the the altar call is give your heart to Jesus today entirely and circumcise your heart. Cut off the cables and cords of the things that suck you dry in your heart because God has something a million times better for you. I think we've been beat up enough by our fears and by our cares and by our worries and concerns and by trying to do it in our own strength. You know, I think we've been beat up enough by the curse of the fall as just mere human beings. And now it's time to be living beings and ever-alive and ever-increasing life because of the glory rivers that are always renewing our mind to have a greater glory so that we can shine with a greater favor and heal the garden so that people stop allowing snakes to squirm through them every day because they're deceived. When you're deceived, then the serpent can do anything he wants through your souls. And you'll always say no to God. I mean, 99% of Christians say no to God for some kind of logical, reasonable explanation. And it's usually a religious devil. Because the Holy Spirit will only lead you into more truth. But if you stay where you're at and you stop growing into the next degree of glory, like in a church system... (laughs) You're saying no to God because of logical experiences, which is the sin of being a coward, and you're fortifying yourself in the inner court and outer court for eternity because you didn't want to go into unknown territory that you're not comfortable in. That's really the temptation when you're encountering a greater glory, a greater freedom that's not made with human hands. You're entering the tabernacle made by God the Father himself, the Holy of Holies this season now who's going to give up their church system for the Holy of Holies you'd be surprised how few do I mean that's the greatest heartbreak of my prophetic life is how few actually repent or change even after they know it's the truth they stay in their own comfortable system because they're not willing to start over again in a new system but I'm telling you this is the Holy of Holies And I'm telling you, it produces new cities and it produces new nations. Okay? Whew! That's what's at stake here. And people that say no to the new wine, well, they're stuck in the old wineskin, which is church. Revelation 21, 22, there is no church in heaven. And yet we pray on earth as it is in heaven. Wow. Well, why do I have fellowship? Well, you, you have a city. Okay? To the church of New York, to the church of Los Angeles. I mean, you're not biblical. The problem is is you're not biblical and you think you are. And the real problem is, is what Luke says is that the light in you is actually darkness. You have mixture in you. You have Babylon in you, Babylon's shelters, Peter, James, and John manifesting the fallen sin nature. Let us build shelters for Jesus. Let us build shelters for Elijah. Let us build shelters for Moses called church buildings. And it was sin. It's sin. Okay? It's actually wickedness. It's not even godly one bit not even one drop Okay, hallelujah and what it does is it causes people to live in the types and shadows of the old covenant under the fallen angels and never come into the promised land but I'm going to come into the promised land even though 99.99999% of all Christian leaders in the world are against me because I'm a son of God an official sonship relationship and I have royal power even if I raised a standard like Noah, I could drown the whole world with my righteousness at this moment. It's true. So it's coming upon the whole world by force. <laughs> and the people that are the most upset with it are the ones that are the most successful in Babylon that see no reasonable r- reason to change. For instance, Sean Boltz coming to Minneapolis and taking up $50,000 in two hours of just soulish fluff. You know, God bless them, but it was just nothing there. Just fluff. And it's like, why would I ever change and go up to a a level that's going to cost me everything and start over in the Holy of Holies when I'm super successful in my Babylonian Charismania Christian ministry? You know? And it's a horrible, horrible, horrifying rebuke and reality and wake-up call to the Charismatic Church. Because the charismatic church has become the enemy of the kingdom age. It has. <laughs> and the holy of holies is just going to melt it down. And people are like, we need to spark a fire in that church. That's not what God the Father wants to do. God the Father is going to whack that whole old covenant style synagogue shelter system into the lake of fire and give you the real kingdom that none of you even know about yet. Because you've been so ripped off by fake Christianity, even in the glory stream. It's true. Not being harsh with you. That is 100% accurate from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. And it doesn't get any more loving than telling you that truth from the white throne judgment seat of Christ today. Because that's the truth that will bring total jubilee to civilization. That's the truth that will bring you a new United States of America without Freemasonry. Without buildings made by human hands, which is Jezebelic sorcery. <laughs> without mixture, without sorrows, can we have a Christianity without plague and pestilence? Only if the old wine and the old wineskin is whacked into the lake of fire. That's the only possible chance. And so I've, I've tried already 100,000 times to help and be gentle, be nice, and do all the stuff to work with everyone, and it's just not compatible. Old wineskin is not compatible with new wineskin. Church is not compatible with kingdom. Sonship revival is a city level minimum. In Luke it says, if you're a good steward with your talents, you will be in charge of one, three, five, and ten cities. It says cities. They had this revelation the apostles did 2,000 years ago. This is normal apostolic New Testament Christianity that's been lost because of Jezebel. Not wanting you to understand the true mysteries of the kingdom. But it's unfolding. In the Revelation, you spend more time in this Bible than ever before. Every word I'm saying to you will be confirmed by God the Father and his angels with signs and wonders following. I mean, this is a clarion call of repentance to all pastors and clergy worldwide. To get ready for the floods of his holy of holies grace and favor upon all flesh, all flesh, not just Christian flesh, but I will pour out my spirit on pagan flesh, witch flesh, warlock flesh, Christian flesh, Muslim flesh, Buddhist flesh, every flesh, and even animal flesh. And they're rejoicing more than anyone. It's true. Someone posted that picture on the Facebook group of the parakeet staring at me at Joel's bar. That's like, give that little parakeet a drop on his brain. God loves creation. I've had so much enjoyment from my cat Spider just whacked in the glory. And he's just a drinker to just come where the glory is so strong. I'm telling you, That's how God the Father is. He wants creation to be so glorified with His Holy of Holies, and the only thing that has fought it is the covenant people themselves. Settling and making compromises in their own mind that are reasonable by the twisting of Scripture for their own convenience. Wow. And the glory stream is just as guilty as the evangelical free. You're not better than the evangelicals. because you still serve in buildings made by human hands. It's true. We want to say, oh, I got so much revelation. I'm such a hierarchy and elitist Christian. I speak in tongues and I'm into signs and wonders. And I love the new wine. And then they're a total Pharisee. You know? seen it thousands of times. The only time you're actually not a Pharisee is when you're Jesus Christ, because he's the only one not Pharisaical. And people are like, well, how dare you point the Pharisee card and all that? That makes you religious. And I'm like, no. Not if Jesus does it in love. Jesus was rebuking him nonstop in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, but he's not a Pharisee, and we have Christ in us. The issue is your mind is separated from his ability because of a seared conscience from practicing dead works and strange fire so that God is outside you instead of inside you, only because of a seared conscience when, in fact, he's really in there. When you have a clean conscience before God and the angels, then you know Him on the inside, and you have boldness to tell the truth even when it's not convenient for the hearers in the hopes that they'll repent and have a higher lifestyle of kingdom activity that brings heaven to earth, that destroys the old wine, which is witchcraft, and the old wineskin, which is church buildings. Clearly. My God. Oh, a 2,000-year-old revelation. But we stirred it up, put some honey on it, put some oil on it, And we're serving it fresh today because almost no Christian on the planet has woken up to it yet. Whew, But the day has dawned nevertheless. So the enemy has deceived the mind even in the dawning of the day of the manifesting suns. So that almost all Christians miss it looking for it on the outside when it came from the inside. And it always comes out of Nazareth. I mean, you're a prophetic people but you're looking for the stage on God TV instead of the inner cities of the USA but he only came through from the ghetto, you know? So where are the sons of God going to manifest from? They're going to manifest from Queensbridge, they're going to manifest from Watts, they're going to manifest from Southside Chicago, North Minneapolis, they'll be in the ghettos. Because that's where the maximum amount of irritation of the natural dimension is, so that they can only cling to Jesus in them to manifest the fullness. Otherwise they'd have some compromise and some complacency and attachment to the world system because they got it kind of good, you know? Only in the worst hell holes in America could you ever manifest sonship. And people don't like that word because it's true. <laughs> when you've compromised and had it easy, I mean, that's when, those were the times you said no to God. When you, when you escaped the actual suffering and the actual refinement and the kiln and the furnace of burning up all your natural dimension. That's what actually promotes you in the kingdom dimension. The longer you stay in the fire and never come out and just burn with none of your own opinions and none of your own ideas for like decades and not come out of the fire. That's how a son of God is produced. It's not an overnight phenomena. I mean, just now it's coming to a place of such maturity that it drips sovereignly. The holy of holies and white throne judgment seat of Christ drops on every brain in the world. Where now everyone in the world is gonna eat from the tree of life, dripping on their brains, in the full manifestation of the anointed one and his anointing through our hearts and minds renewed. I mean, that's what we've come into, and the numbers are like tiny because so few people have paid a price for any of it in their own lives because they're so Babylonian. It's true. And I know there's a remnant, but it's a remnant of a remnant of a remnant of a remnant of a remnant. remnant. It is. The people that have completely and totally sacrificed all of themselves for not just the Son to be formed in them, but also the Heavenly Father. We love you guys. Be blessed. Become financial partners with Red Letter Ministries. God gives seed to the sower. It's true. We would love to blow this ministry up. Partner with this ministry. There is apostolic grace to increase your favor for finances. Partner with this ministry and let's take over the world together. Redletterman.com. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.